Um, we have Dr. Ariella Tavito with us. I hope I pronounced that properly. Perfectly fine. There you go. Senior hematologist uh, here in Charit uh, Static Medical Center. It is a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. How long have you been at Charit Static? Well, since 2011. And what does a hematologist do? <laughs> a lot of things, as most doctors. I mainly treat coagulation and bleeding disorders. That's my main field. Uh, treating all kind of coagulation problems, blood clots, but also patients who bleed. And this is not necessarily something that happens because of medication. There's certain medications that blood thinners, etc., that would make a, a patient bleed differently than they might if they weren't on those, right? But this exactly. is exactly no. It's mainly to to look why it happened, causing, and also trying to prevent, of course. Right. You're talking about a medical situation, medical situation where somebody where somebody's not clotting properly, or someone is not. I think I could say this bleeding properly, right? That would be a way of putting it. That would certainly be a way of putting <laughs> there it. There you go. I was when when you were introduced uh, when your topic was introduced to me before this show. Um, the note I was given was that we are finally managing hemophilia. Now, when I was growing up, hemophilia was always um, uh, publicized to the general public, at least in the United States, as something that was very difficult to treat and something very difficult to get under control. What does it mean that it's finally being managed? I think that we have really great news in hemophilia, and that's why I decided about this topic. And we should mention, by the way, for those who don't have a, not that I have a medical background, but for others like me who don't, hemophilia literally means uh, when someone bleeds, they will not stop bleeding, correct? There exactly. is no real clotting procedure that, that helps them and their body. Exactly. What happens in hemophilia, it's defined as a missing clotting factor or a very low clotting factor, which causes the whole coagulation process not to go as well as it should be. It won't clot when somebody starts bleeding. Uh, we are talking right now about hemophilia A, and I'd like to tell you about sure. one of the patients of my colleagues, a five-year-old boy, let's call him Josh. Um, he was completely healthy, born into a healthy family, and already early they realized that he bruised easily. Mm. And on one day, getting up, he wouldn't stand. And he was complaining about pain in his ankle. Now, this is one of the things that we see a lot when we talk about hemophilia, because the bleeding mainly goes into the joints, joints that wear weight, so either ankles or knees. So when he was taken to check up, he was checked up, the blood tests, and the parents got the, the, the answer that uh, he has hemophilia A. Now, at these times, that meant, and what we still do right now, we, want, we are missing factor eight, so we'd like to replace it, which is great. We have the treatment. But giving factor eight means that this poor little child needs to get three times a week an IV treatment. So one day that the father comes in. That essentially puts a clotting mechanism into, into one's body? Into his body. So one day the father comes into the clinic and starts telling us that he's right now, after one of the days when we've been chasing for more than an hour after his little boy, trying to have him sit down and put in a vein so that he can give the clotting factor. And at that point, one of the colleagues decided to put him on a clinical trial that by now is already a treatment that we can give in the end of 2018 was actually already we have the FDA approval for w it. With injection or not? With in I'll, I'll tell you, it's a great idea. It is with injection, but it's subcutaneously given only every two weeks. Whoa. You don't have to look for any veins. You don't have to run after child. Of like course, you still shot. have to give a shot. It's but a shot. It's a shock every two weeks. It works like a bypassing. We don't need to eight anymore. It just goes further down, connects two different factors, factor 10, factor 9, and gets the coagulation done, and there is no bleeding with this. And the child 
very happily can now go and play with his friends, run around, not to be worried about bleeding. And on the other side, we don't have to run after him every three Is there any worry about bruising in that situation? Or? Uh, there is still a worry. There is still breakthrough bleeding. It's not complete. We are on the way to gene therapy, but we are certainly on the right way. Um, so the, all the research that was done over the last, I don't know, 50 years or so in the area of hemophilia finally is really paying off. It's really paying off and getting to hopefully a solution. By now we have a shot every two weeks. It might be with gene therapy, which is going to be able to and get if, the And if that up. child a week after the shot would bleed like a regular kid would, it would clot and It would still coagulate. clot, of course. Again, we have to still be careful right. with the child, but much less. What a relief to his parents and to him of <laughs> himself, of course, but I could only imagine. Um, so what are some of the other things that uh, uh, that happens in your department, aside from blood clotting? Are there other uh, concerns that you deal with on a regular basis? On a regular basis, I do hematology as well, but we mainly do blood clotting, trying to prevent things, uh, to, pre you know, to prevent clotting. But right. Um, and, and the clots can, one of the reasons you're, trying to prevent that clotting is because the clots can end up being very dangerous. Exactly. In the past, we've seen loads of patients that were hospitalized for blood clots in their legs, in their, in their um, lungs, mainly when we saw them after operations or when they were suffering of cancer or other things. And now we know that if some of these patients get prevention, we can actually take care that it doesn't happen to them. Are sonograms the only way to really see clearly if there are clots in someone's leg or other parts of the body? Uh, yeah, that in would the be legs, the only yes. way to would do be it. the only way to do it. And, uh, and, uh, and otherwise, it's just simply pain as a symptom, and then, as a and symptom, then the doctor starts to guess. And then the doctor starts to guess, also usually depending on the situation, whether there are, is a high risk for clotting. And the medications that are the out there to break down those blood clots are many or just... Uh, there are quite many, and we are doing much better. In the past, we've had the warfarin only, which we had to do a very right. big follow-up uh, after the blood clotting, doing blood tests all the time. We have we were uh, we couldn't eat uh, green vegetable because that would lower the level. Nowadays we have drugs that we can just give, go take. You're going to be fine. Unbelievable, uh, Dr. Ariella Tvito, senior hematologist here at Charit Sedic Medical Center. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was great being here. Thank I you appreciate much. that. Learning a lot as usual here at Charit Sedic as we continue on a uh, Monday morning broadcast. We're live at Charit Sedic. Take this break, a little bit of music, and then plenty more coming up at JM in the AM.